This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Okie dokie, we are live. Yay. Yay. <laughs> yes. All right, welcome, ladies. Welcome. We're the Nats. This is season two, episode four, mm-hmm. A Coach's Wife and Much More. We are excited for our guest that's in the building today. Whoop, whoop, hey. whoop, whoop, whoop. But before we introduce her, we're going to introduce ourselves. So I'll start. I am Lauren, mother of Chuck and Drew. And I am Sonia Thomas, mom of Soleil, Xavier, and Tyler. I am Lakita, the Coach Gans. Mother of Robert Davis Jr. Yes. And um hello to our mothers not in the building. Yes. Terry Terry. Yep. Uh Tiffany. We got Bay. Mother of the C crew. Yes. C uh, uh Tiff, mother Tiff. of yes. the Fuller Boys. Yes. And Terry Terry, mother of Jamal. Yes. We miss you guys. Yep, absolutely. And of course we have another mom in the building. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Yes. Welcome. It's, thank you. Mommy thank you. on the move. Mommy on the move. Mommy also on the move. But we have to tell her, hey, what, who is she? <laughs> Mommy on the move. Hey. <laughs> Call me M-O-M. Exactly. exactly. Uh, Tierra Haynes, a.k.a. Mommy on the move, a.k.a. Them Kids Mama. Okay. Hey. <laughs> All right. Look, she was moving out my way on the freeway. She didn't know it was me. I almost hit her. She like, she, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy on the move. Absolutely. Awesome. <laughs> yes. Mom to uh, DeAndre, Devin, and De- DeAndre Jr., Devin, and Dallas. Oh, yes. the three Ds. Mother of the Ds. D crew. Boy <laughs> mom. Boy mom three times over. Nice. Yes. So, Tierra, give us a little intro about yourself, a little background, because you're not from Detroit. I'm not. Michigan <laughs> fans, don't boo me. I'm from Ohio. I know, I know, I know. The Ohio. The. Yes. <laughs> I hear it all the time. So, I am originally from outside of Cleveland. I'm from Euclid, okay. Ohio. Dre and I met at Kent State University. Uh, can't read, can't write, can't state. Shout out. <laughs> so when you Is say Dre or can't, right? <laughs> can't. Okay. That's the, the little. Okay. Yeah. You said Dre, so just let everybody know Big who Dre. Dre is, so they Big, can we know. We call him Big Dre, right? You know, representative up in here. Okay, yes. represent the Detroit ties. I am married to, or I like to tell people he's married to me. Okay, then the DeAndre Haynes, uh, straight out of. Southwest Detroit. Yes, Southwestern okay. High School. <laughs> the D, what up, though? Hey. Okay. Hey, you know, I've been around long okay, enough. Then. I feel like you I can slide that in. Yes, you can claim the set. <laughs> we 17 years in deep. You I know, know that's I right. I like I can, you I can, can say that. that. Yes, you can. I can, I can, do, that. You can. I can do that. <laughs> and he is the coach where? He is the coach, well, we don't know yet, but technically right now, yes, he's technically, still the coach still at the coach. University of Michigan uh, for men's basketball. Okay, Lauren hit that bell, y'all. I just want to let y'all know. Listen, Lauren, I'm real excited. Couldn't wait to hit that bell for that. She could Alumni not wait. Is in the building. <laughs> two, two dings for that one. Nice. Uh, we are currently at the University of Michigan. Anybody that watches ESPN, the channel Fox Two News, or anything yes. knows that Coach John Beeline just left to be the head coach at the Cleveland Cavaliers, and so we are currently in transition, in transition. waiting to see who they hire at the University of Michigan and where that leaves us after that. 
So right. a quick question. Can you give us a little background of where you all have been prior to Michigan? I can. So we graduated in 2006. Dre went over, Dre and I went overseas to <laughs> uh, Belgium. We spent two years in Belgium, mm. two nice. years in, no, two years in Belgium, one year in Hungary, two years in Germany, and one year in Finland. Mm. Nice. So he was overseas for six years. Then we came back and he started coaching at our alma mater at Kent State. We were there for four years. Went to Toledo, University of Toledo, for one year and spent a whopping two months at at Illinois State, which Mm -hmm. everybody looks at us like we're crazy. (laughs) Uh, And then we have spent the last two wonderful years at the University of Michigan. Awesome. Awesome. That is a heck of a 13, 14 year run? 13 year? Yeah. That's awesome. Long time. Ding. 17 years in. You know, <laughs> it's like that sometimes. Yeah, like yes, that. you know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we uh, we packed a lot of boxes and unpacked a lot more. So uh, it's been it's every move has been for increase, for better, for you know um, a higher climb. And so we are trusting and believing that that is what's next for us too. Hey, he he knows up there what's absolutely. best. Absolutely, he does. What was your thought process though after he stopped playing? pro ball and said okay I'm gonna coach did you how many kids did you have at that time we still just had little Dre okay um I was pregnant with Devin okay so we had decided that we were ready to start trying to have more kids and honestly at the time the economy started to turn in Europe and so the dollar you know they they mm-hmm. the dot the year the euro yeah wasn't as um has high and then you know so teams started the the contracts got smaller and smaller and um the last year when he went to Finland Little Dre and I actually did not travel with him that year we we stayed home because they didn't want to provide housing and you know insurance and sure it's a really difficult road to travel when the team doesn't support you know your family being there so we decided to stay home and that was really hard for us it was really hard to be apart for 10 10 years 10 months 10 (laughs) months right and you know I've got this four-year-old boy looking at me like where's my my dad you know exactly Um, exactly he loves his father good lord did we give him the right name DeAndre Jr. he (laughs) is obsessed with all things his father and you know prior to that we had been there we had you know so he would warm up with the team and you know, just be really engulfed into the basketball culture wherever we were, but it was always with his dad. And um, so that last year really broke me, um, you know, broke me down in a different way. Um, And it was hard to be the one to be at home and be Mm. like, he's not here, you Mm -hmm. know, we'll see him soon, knowing that soon was not, you know, coming soon enough, you know, for him. And I was working full time and um, thank God my mom did daycare at the time. So she was the one that was caring for our son, but it was, ta- it was hard. It was really difficult. And so we just had a conversation, like we wanted to expand our family. We wanted to, you know, have some security. And at the time it didn't feel like basketball was going to be able to do that anymore. And so we made a pact that whatever, um, opportunity came next, came first, that right. that's what he would pursue. Gotcha. And, God is so funny because um, <laughs> he's funny. Definitely have a else. sense of humor. <laughs> I don't usually think he's funny when he's being funny, but <laughs> um, but this time, I mean, it was just like the position had his name written all over it. It was like a spot 
magically opened up and mm-hmm. the coach was And you like, were already in Ohio. We were already in Ohio. We were about 45 minutes away and the coach knew we were home. I mean, Jay, Jay is, is a relationship guy. So he always stayed in, in contact with Great. the coach from um, the school that we graduated from. And he, you know, knew that Drake was looking and he was like, I've got this opportunity. You've got until this date to let me know, you know, if you want it, you can have it. If not, no hard feelings, you know, keep doing you. And with another baby on the way, it looks like uh, (laughs) the decision was made. The decision was kind of made. And, you know, we just decided that that was probably the best way to do it. We were close to I was close to home. So my parents were, like I said, my mom was helping us with Dre already. We were close by and we weren't too far from his family, much closer than being in Germany or, you know, exactly. somewhere like that. Look at God working. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> did you and play sports? I did. I did. I, um, now, which, which, how far back do you want to go? <laughs> well, Lauren has <laughs> gone far back before. I mean, I so just say, yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So that counts. I, it does. I played softball in middle school. I'll go all the way back. <laughs> uh, I bowled. I ran track. I played basketball like a long, when everybody else was short too, I played basketball. <laughs> <laughs> they all started to me. grow and I was like, maybe I should be a cheerleader. <laughs> Switch sides on them. Um, but I ran track up until my, fr- my freshman year in, at Kent state oh nice nice athlete in the building so you understand so when y'all see these kids running fast they got that from their mama (laughs) okay everybody want to get a credit to their daddy (laughs) okay like i did that take it take your credit baby (laughs) take your credit i know that's right these thighs ain't from nothing i was out there you know getting it (laughs) give me my credit (laughs) so you knew the demand already of what it takes to be an athlete an athlete yes (laughs) a coach Absolutely not. And even overseas, I mean, I had no idea what that life was going to look like. We didn't know anybody else that did that. And so um, when I got pregnant with with little Dre very early on, he's like, you should come and have a baby in Germany. I was like, no, he was in Belgium. I said, you don't know nothing about kids. I'm staying at home with nobody. <laughs> I'm coming over with you. Looking back, I mean, I would have definitely done that differently because the healthcare in Germany is free. I mean, in Belgium, it's free. So okay. that would have okay. been nice. And That's great. a good information. Little Dre would have right. had, had dual citizenship. Which Boom. Is, ah, know, yeah. You know, so it's the, nice the when more, you hear about oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah understand so looking the back, matter, yeah. my 22-year-old self would have <laughs> made that decision differently. But it worked out the way it was supposed to. But, um, you know... Those days, I'm packing up your stuff and moving away from your family. Really, I mean, honestly, I think it just gave us just this sense of closeness that we probably wouldn't have gotten otherwise. Sure. I mean, we really were like, oh, we we like grown up, grown ups. Like <laughs> at twenty two, <laughs> yeah, like, this real. This is real. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first two, the first like year and a half, I stayed home and he went overseas, and so we were kind of in that realm like to start you know like we were separated and I was at home with the baby and I was just like this is tough like you know we were on different time zones and we were living two totally different lives which is really hard as it is but then you add a baby to the mix and it was like I don't know (laughs) so do you you would you say that was more difficult than the current being a coach's wife schedule because that schedule is pretty pretty demanding it's very demanding I think it's in comparison to staying home when he was gone? Yeah, or, yeah. Um, like being by yourself with your child 
and knowing you have a mate, right. but he's not there. That was really difficult. It was really, really hard. Um, I will say it was it was harder. I think every stage has its own challenges, and it's a little bit hard to compare, you know, what you're going through because we have three kids now versus having one. So looking yeah. back, I'm like, girl, you could have did that with that one little kid. What you cry for? Yes. <laughs> say it again. Three, three. You'd, you'd yeah. have been all right. What Magic you number. Right. So um, from that perspective, there are things that, are harder now than you sure. know were were because yeah. I, then I was living at home with my parents you know so I had help it just wasn't him yeah. and I just missed him you know so that that part was hard and and Dre missed him and he I felt like he was missing out on being the his dad stages. Yeah, yeah you know um so that part was tough but we still I mean his schedule is pretty still so with that being said so what's your biggest struggle now so. I mean, first of all, I know the reputation of Coach Beeline <laughs> in terms of his staff. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. And he's very demanding. You're going to earn them coins. Exactly. <laughs> and the time is really, really a lot. It so, is. Um, what's the, what, what, what have been your biggest challenges when it comes to just like that schedule? I mean, time. Even, even traveling with yeah. him, because I see that you travel with him yes, a lot. We do as much as we can. Um, <laughs> Time is just it's just the hardest thing. You just don't get that time back. And and trying to balance, you know, I'm like trying to overcompensate for right. my husband not being around. And so I'm like, I'm at everything. You know, I'm like in the classroom, I'm at the at the concerts, I'm at this, and they're like, Well, where's daddy? And I'm like, Well, what did, what am I? Chocolate liver? Like, <laughs> right, right. And my son literally looked at me and goes, Well, you're always here. Well, but where's daddy? I'm like, yeah. you know. So that is hard when now that the kids are getting older, right. they they look for him, you mm-hmm. know, and so in his absence to be the one again to have to say, sure. well, he's not, you know, he's at work or, you know, he's doing whatever. Um, it's it's difficult. Excuse me. It's difficult. But, um, you know, we work through it. And I will say as as hard as Coach Beeline expects them to work, he was a huge family man. Yes, he sure. is. And he is. with, and you- I mean, our staff. We I tried to count one day. I think we had about twenty to twenty five kids on staff. Nice. Everybody. And see, had I was going to ask you, even with <clears throat> your husband being on staff, what is the relationship like with the other yes. Um, coaches? Yes, yes, and their wives. Yeah. What is that? What does that look like? It was incredible. I mean, we had we literally have our own little village um, mm. that that yeah. I came to really be able to lean on, which was so nice. And yeah. so, in the absence of him, I sure. know I've got these other wives that are in the same boat that I'm in and sure. they understand it just like I do. And I can say, Hey, can you grab so and so today? Because yeah. I'm, you know, I'm stuck over here. Sure. Or, yeah. Or, you know, I just need a minute. Can you come and watch the kids for me? Or can I drop them off to you so I can go get my nails done really quick? Or yeah. you know, just little things like that came to be such a, a breath of fresh air because yeah. while, you know, my parents are three hours away, his parents are forty five minutes away on the daily you still are on your own, even though you've got these resources that are pretty sure. close. On the day to day, they can't come and you know scoop a kid up from school or you exactly. know yeah. that type of stuff. So it has been incredible. The foundation that I mean, and it starts from the top up. Sure, like John and Kathleen set a standard that this is a family, and everybody saw it as such. And we all just came in and, and uh, I'm sure it doesn't work for everybody. It really worked for us. We all genuinely got along really well. Good. Vibes yeah, really I well. Can, I can tell. Yeah. I mean, just watching 
even when they're at the coach's house mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Christmas. Yeah. And I was like, you know, that part of it, I can tell instantly yeah. was, was there. And I, I really and admired it's that. It yeah. is important. It's it important. Is. Yeah. You know why? Because nine times out of ten, you don't get a coach who actually cares yes. about family. Absolutely. And or an AD or a university that yeah. cares about family. Yeah. So that's a blessing, even yeah. though, like you said, he demands so much. Yes. Yes. So, and yeah. so I, I felt comfortable, like I could take the kids up to his job. They could go and play in the gym or go and visit him, you know, in his office. And, sure. you know, he was, Coach B was always great about that and would come and talk to the kids and entertain them and, you know, all that and kind of dance. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I he, saw he him dancing. He down with the best of them. He's a Motown man. He okay. likes Motown. So, um, but yeah, it was, you know, from that perspective, we try to gain it, gain our time back by doing little things. Like, I try to gain our time back by doing things like, meeting him up at the job and bringing us to him mm-hmm. sure. in those times when, when he can't leave that's, the office. That's good. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Bring yourself to him. Yeah, <laughs> I think you bring up a good point here because I've noticed too, just on social media, how close you and Dre are with the players. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I see also the impact that you've had on the players because yes. I'm sure nice. a lot of them yes. are yeah. from Michigan. You know, yes. you know yeah. so you guys are probably like their home away from home yes, as absolutely. well. So yeah. can you just talk a little bit about just kind of how you guys have developed those relationships yeah. with the Players. It was really important to us when we transitioned into coaching to be that for them because we spent so much time away right. overseas. We knew what that was like to be at the holidays with no family and mm-hmm. really no family. Like, Absolutely. Um, and so it was really important to both of us. I mean, we're both so family oriented. And you is, cook too, right? Today? I do cook. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Shout out to my mom too, Linda. Uh, hey, Linda. Hey, girl. <laughs> we one Thanksgiving when we were at one of our first Thanksgivings at Kent when we when we got a house big enough to have everybody over. I mean, like the day of, because they would have practice. Yes, you know, yes, always. Sure. Always. Day. They don't care. They don't they care. Don't no care. breaks. Yes, they would have practice and. Dre came home and he was like, the guys want to come for dinner. And I'm like, okay, well, how many? He's like, nine. <laughs> and I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Like, no warning. no. And we're like, we just going to make it work. I don't know. And my mom got in the kitchen with me and Boy, we duped awesome. it out. And, awesome. and then they had the nerve to eat like birds when they got there. I was like, y'all better eat this food. <laughs> I know that's right. Yes. That's rare. Right. That's yeah. rare. They was like trying to keep it They cute. was tired. I was like, oh, no. I don't know what it was. But I was like, take a plate home, do something. Um, and so it's always been like that for us, though. I mean, and I did that when we were overseas, too, because typically I would be the one of the only wives on the team. And so we I w- we would host dinner, you know, once nice. or twice a week and game nights. And all th- that's just how, how we've been. That's just who we are. Honestly, it was how I coped with being away from home. Was yeah. To have people over. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, I only got a little Dre to talk to all day. Can you please bring somebody over here so I can have an adult conversation? Um, so that's how it started. And then it turned into that now because, I mean, we're we're taking somebody's child sure. for years, you know, for one, two, three, four years. And like Lauren said, there, a lot of these these guys are not from here. You know, we had Mo Wagner from Germany right. last year, right. whose family is he's now he's flip flop from us. You know, he's here in another country. Right. We've got players from you know we have players from Canada this year. Like mm-hmm. these players are so far away from home, and 
when they come, it is important to us to express to their parents that we look at it like we're taking care of their kids, absolutely. like they're yes. our kids. Because they're definitely interesting. Yes. You know, their child too. Yeah. 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 And I think it'll change. Like, it's definitely changed what my perspective will be when we get to that point. Right. I got three boys. It's about to happen, you know. <laughs> yes. Um, if that that little Dre, if he got anything to do with it, that, he just want to play basketball for the rest of his life. And that's it. <laughs> now, how do your kids? I was just going to say. Yeah. They're 11. Dre's 11. Devin is six and Dallas is four going on 44 and yeah. he's a little old man absolutely Velcro baby aka Velcro <laughs> for, any, for anybody that follows me on social media Dallas like, is aka Velcro baby, baby. <laughs> what is um what are the sports that they play so we are Dre little Dre plays football and basketball uh is that it I think that's it and then Devin plays soccer basketball and flag football Dallas is doing karate. Dallas doesn't want anything to do with this nonsense. He's like, they're playing they're on the gym. Yeah. <laughs> they're on the court, like, doing workouts. And he's like, let's race, mom. Like, like, like he he doesn't want. So we'll have to figure out what his what his niche is. So right. you have to bring out the track shoes. Listen. And I'm like, I am, she ain't ready. <laughs> she no. is. No, she is not ready. Don't let the small frame fool you. Sis got a little pack, got a little pouch going on. <laughs> I'm dragging a wagon. I can't do it no more, but I do it for him. I do it for Velcro, baby. Um, so your schedule is really tough in terms of just attending their games and, yes, and stuff. So, yes, absolutely. Because they, they play, they both play basketball. Which one? Do the two cross? Uh, basketball and football, or no, the two the kids. two kids. Um, to the oldest two, Jay and Devin, they do sometimes. Um, yes, so basketball uh, crosses with each other, and then for Dre, even football season kind of um, trickles into basketball season, which is tough because then he's like tackling people for the first two weeks of basketball. <laughs> well, do, do Devin? Do you have to pick which games? That's what I guess. That's what um, I'm I did have to last year, so there were some flag football games that. Because typically, because they're so they're five years apart, so Dre's football games will be on Saturday. Devin still plays flag, which was on Sunday. So it's working out some it, kind it of way. It did work out most <laughs> of the time, but then we had a couple of games where we we had to pull double duty, and a lot of those times it was just me, and so <laughs> it was just <laughs> it was it was just me, uh, and so. We did have to pull in the village and say, so like typically I'll make sure like Devin's still young enough. I can request, you know, like what team he's on. So that we works. try to make sure we're on a team with somebody that we know and we trust. Mm -hmm. And I can say, hey, can you grab him for practice today? Or, you know, I, I got this other thing going on today. Can he ride to the game with you and I'll scoop him up after or whatever. So, so right now it's just you from your family here in Michigan. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I don't have any other family here. Okay. Well, I mean, my. I mean, of are course. Here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Please li listen, Deborah Haynes. <laughs> here. Yes. Lay it out. She. <laughs> she is my lifeline. Amen. Her, yes. So, shout out to Deborah Haynes. Yes. Shout out Deborah Haynes. <laughs> She'd be like, "What you mean? You ain't got no family in Detroit." <laughs> that is not what she said. Listen. Just let me be clear very clear. Yes. So speaking of family tea, um, I think. It's worth mentioning the fact that you really, both you and Dre really stepped up this year because you added we a did. person we to did. your family. That's what year. I was thinking. That's what I'm and like, okay, hold on. I know. <laughs> I felt bad earlier not mentioning her. Yes. Uh, we took in our niece, my my uh, my brother-in-law's daughter, um, lives with us now. So she's six okay. as well. Aww. 
So her and Devin, I know it's the cutest thing. Her What's and her Devin, name? Lanaya. Lanaya. So yes. you do got a girl in the house. I do have a girl in the <laughs> yes, house. Yes. Finally, yes. I have a girl in the house, and she is a girly girl. I, saw I mean, she her. can She's like so cute. she can rough it out with the boys, but she'll be like in the mud with a bracelet and high heels on, and I'm like, Naya, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so yes, we have been very blessed to be able to. We knew coming back to Michigan was. A dream for Dre. Like, yes. literally years ago when he started coaching, I was like, what's the dream job? Like, where do you want to go? And he's like, Michigan. And I'm like, Michigan? <laughs> you don't want to go anywhere warm? Like, right, like right. Mi- Michigan. That's always been his. He wanted to play here. And if he couldn't play here, he wanted to coach here. And so we knew. I mean, at 33, nothing on his resume was like, that's the guy for the job. You know, right. I mean, on pen to paper. It wasn't it. it right. th- th- there has to be somebody bigger than us moving in our favor. Amen. For his name to come up the way that it did and for him and for, you know, Coach Beeline took a chance on him. Now, don't get it twisted. He can do it. Amen. And he did that. <laughs> he did that. But, <laughs> you know, on paper, it w- there yeah. was nothing about it. And so we knew early on when all of this started happening that there was a bigger reason that we were coming back to Michigan. Um, and we hadn't lived in Michigan. We lived in Ohio right. the whole time we were back home. Then we moved all the way to Illinois. And then, you know, to come back 45 (laughs) minutes from home for him, we were like, we knew, you know, his mother, um, her health is not great. And so we didn't know exactly what it was going to be for, but we knew that we were here for a reason. And and so we did get to a point where um, this, this school, this past school year, we, we took in his niece and um, so it's just been nice to be able to help her and, and do awesome. that. And I was like, yeah. you know, what's one more? <laughs> just bring bring her on. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. So you um you live in Ann Arbor and you have your children in Ann Arbor school districts. Can you tell us that uh what what is that like? So I'm only gonna adjust that because we did have an experience and I wanna I don't wanna blame it on Ann Arbor schools. Okay. <laughs> we okay. live in Celine. Okay. Um, which is Ann Arbor is, I think, at least a little more diverse. And okay. so that sure. I have to make that a, that correction. And I want you to, to, because that's a good... To speak to um, our experience. Yes, so yes. we live in Celine, which um, I shoot from the hip, is very white. Right. Nothing wrong with that. But right. it is, I mean, we like, we've lived in some cities where we got here. We were like, man, it is really... <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, there is, there's some diversity. There's actually real diversity in Celine. So we have like... You know, Indian families, we have Mexican families. Very culturalized. Yes, very culturalized. But on a broader scale, it's very white. And and the people that are in charge, um, you know, the administration in the schools, the teachers are all white. Um, and so that's come with its own set of um, interesting uh, challenges. Right. But it's okay because... They picked the right family, and uh, I, I just kept saying, "We're not going anywhere." Like we, you know, we're gonna. So have did to you have to before you before you made a choice? Was it okay? I'm in Celine. This is where I'm. I chose my... Celine okay. on purpose. Okay, that's what um, I. When I when when we move, I look for school districts. That's sure. the first thing okay. that I do. Absolutely. Say it again. Uh, yes. Say it again. <laughs> say it again. Please. When say we it. move, <laughs> I look for the school district first. first she researched the school I, district, I, I ladies and gentlemen. The school district <laughs> now, um, and it, I mean, luckily here there was a village already, and so we had gotten suggestions right. on places where to live. Um, but I was I must I was fair warned, like. 
if you go to Celine, be be aware. Yeah. And I was like, we good. We always live in the suburbs. Like, it's fine. And then we got there and I was like, oh, this is what they're talking That's about. What they meant. <laughs> but as far as the school, I mean, the schools are a nine out of ten, a ten out of ten. Like mm-hmm. sure. and there's um Three different lower elementaries, and they funnel into one different elementary. All the schools are nines out of ten. Like, there's no bad school in Celine as far as academic goes. Now, where that stops and where the problems can start, um, or at least for us, uh, where they started, were in that there's the lack of diversity. Yeah. Right. And there's a lack of um I think they've they've filtered more people, more diverse people into Celine within the last few years. And so they just don't know they just haven't experienced. Yeah, some what you of don't know, you, you don't know you don't know what you don't you can't know. Deal. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And so I gave them that the first time. <laughs> but the second time you informed them. That's the bottom line. Well, I informed them the first time, but I did give them some grace. So I'm kind of talking around the situation. So academically, it's been great. Um, little Dre came in. He struggled a little bit, honestly. And we've always, like I said, I always um, researched the schools. So we've always been at really good schools, or at least I thought. So we right. got to Selena, and I was like, oh, these is good, good school. <laughs> Y'all can reread. This is nice. <laughs> Y'all can reread. <laughs> and I think that's a good point to make because – um, we do have people who go to certain school districts yes, and absolutely. their students are getting A's and B's, but then transition over to a re-read school yes, district. Yes. And it's like, oh, we behind in that. Yeah. And I think that yeah. that is it something was a re- that people should a, be aware of. It was very eye-opening to see what he hadn't been exposed to yet. Because like like we just sure. said, you don't know what you don't know, right? And he's my oldest. And so he's my first experience in these schools right. everywhere we go. Right. And so he struggled a little bit from third grade to fourth grade because he went to third grade in Toledo and went to fourth grade in, in Saleem. Um, and he struggled a little bit trying to catch up because these kids I mean a lot of people move to do the same thing they move to Saline for the schools and so these kids have come up if you can tell the difference they came through up through the district yes you you can tell the difference between the kids that have been there and the kids that just got there nice it's a very clear difference well not nice but you can tell you can tell and so academically he did well um socially he does well he's a social butterfly probably too too flipping social most (laughs) of the time um but then like and 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 let me be clear again like last year we made it through unscathed we were perfectly fine we had no issues this year we had an incident where a student called him the n-word right in school Mm -hmm. in front of his peers Mm. um and he was really upset about it. I mean, he's he's been exposed to it somewhat. I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna sit up here in front. Yeah. In, you music or you know movies right. we've watched, um, but he's old enough. I mean, and at the time when it happened, he was still ten. He's old enough to know the intent behind that exactly word. the intent and that part he had never experienced. Right. Um, he's heard, you know. People use it in an endearing, not that Loosely. that you know, in a loose way, in a mm-hmm. you know, in a in a joking manner or something like that. But he's never <clears throat> been a. Jo- I'm 35 years old and I've never been called that word the way that he was called it. Mm. And so for me, it triggered something in me. Like I don't even know how to help him through this because I've never experienced it for myself. And so how do I talk him off the ledge, mm-hmm. knowing it's because as a black man. That's going to happen Absolutely. more than, more than just now. Yeah. Sure. Um, how do I prepare him for this? You know? Right. Um, and it's so it was, tough. it was very tough. It was very tough. Yeah. I had to dig deep into the Bible. Like, you're going to have to take over, Jesus, because 
mama want to fight. Like, yeah. right, right. <laughs> I yeah. was ready for everybody to catch these hands. And honestly, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I, didn't, man, I did not promote violence on that bell, but I, <laughs> I don't know. I felt You do whatever you want to me, but these kids, you just can't come for my kids. And so, um, and honestly, my biggest problem with was, was with administration. It wasn't sure. even with the, the little boy. Right. Because I, I felt like he just repeated something that he heard somebody Absolutely. else say. In exactly. Some other way. Exactly. Um, now, the intent behind it, I felt like he got that from somewhere. You got that from somewhere. But anyway, but that's another issue. But to me, you like we can't control what other people say. Absolutely. But in this environment, he's in school. Somebody should be able to use our, your job. Yes. Is to educate him and he should be protected. protected. He should feel then, safe yes. at school. Yes. Right. And so when it happened, all I got was, oh, by the way, this happened today. Sorry. And I was like, that ain't enough. Yeah. And- Dre and I went, and it was actually his idea. I was lost. I, I was fuming. I was I was crying hot tears down my face. Like I'm so right mad because so. I couldn't yeah. un, I couldn't understand why at ten my son had to experience something that I hadn't in 35 years of life. Right. And the reality was there was nothing I could do to protect him from it at this point. It didn't already happen. Um, you think about how do I cut this kid? Baby, listen. <laughs> like, go do something to the kid. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Let me talk I'm, to your I'm mama. I'm short, and your daddy. so I fight kids. I don't, that don't really bother me. <laughs> I'm mad. I don't bother. I cover up the gray. Yeah. They don't know how old I am. Yes. It, just, it's, it just happens. Yeah. But um, for anybody that doesn't know me, I'm completely joking. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I called Dre, and he was like, and this was hard. This is this is one of the things that, that ties back into his job because he's at work sure. hey. when this happens, right? And so I'm like, I call him, not sure if he'll even answer. He typically, you know, if he if he can and he sees it's me, he will answer. But he may be in practice or, yeah. you know, there may be something we'll legitimately out. going sure. on that he can't answer the phone. Then what am I going to do? Thankfully, he answered the phone. And Your hubby said, hey. Hey, boo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he did answer. And. Uh, he was quick, but he was he was very uh, clear, and he was like, "We going up there tomorrow. Call him back and tell him we will be up there." Exactly. And I will say, as busy as he is, when it comes down to it, he's there when it when it matters. And Absolutely. and and again, we we were very blessed when Coach B found out what happened. He said, "Take care of your business. Nice. Do what you got to do. Go be there for your family." And that's what we did. We went up there the next day and. We had a meeting and and I just, you know, they went to talk and I was like, you know what? I don't really want to hear none of that because, yeah. you know, I had notes, baby. I was ready. Yeah, I was exactly. just like, you know, it. you telling me what happened and, and giving me nothing else after that isn't enough. And mm-hmm. I need you to know that when, not if, but when this happens again, yeah. this is not the way that the next family she needs to, to go exactly. experience Absolutely. it. Exactly. And so that was really the conversation. Um and they were receptive. I mean, they they've done some things to start educating their yes, administrators. That's, that's, that's it right there. They've, yeah. they've started the process. It's definitely going to be um, a long journey. It's not going to be something that yeah. we'll see a, that's a quick turnaround or right. um, you know by the end of the school year or the next day they sure. had this this protocol ready to go. Right. That's not going to be the case because they've got a lot of work to do. They don't have any diversity in the administration there. So it's going to be a long journey of finding the right people that feel safe to come in and tell them, this is what you should do. These are the places that you should go. Don't say that. 
don't do that. Yeah. Uh, you know, exactly. um, and I will say like the, the superintendent was very open with me in the process. Like he sent out a letter to the families in the, you know, in the school district and he sent it to me first. Nice. And thank God he did. Cause it was horrible. The oh, wow. Let's fix this. The first one. And I was like, don't mm-hmm. do, don't do this. And he was like, I don't want to curse if y'all don't. Do that, oh, no, we, but we, we, we open. <laughs> open oh, my girl. Oh, look, I was we like, do that around here. Bleep <laughs> me out if you need to. But he called me back, and I was like, "No." And he was like, "You're right. This is some bullshit." And I was like, "Now we can talk." Okay, exactly. Right. Don't like let's let's get yes. into it. You know what I mean? Like he was like talking about marginally uh, oppressed people, and I was like, "Who <laughs> <is> that?" <laughs> <laughs> where they at? Where, where, the, where the Black people? Lives Matter? Yeah. <laughs> what? Open up a like, little magazine. How about we just tell people to be nice? Like yes. we can just start there. We don't need to be marginally like calm, calm all that down. Like it was. Yes. Like, oh my gosh! Not like where? What did you Google for this letter yes. to pop up? Like Absolutely. no. So um, we we had an open conversation, and nice. that was that was the the best thing that I could take from that was. Everybody was very open about what they didn't know. And I was okay with that. You know, tell me all day. I'm not used to this. I don't know what to do. Right. The the most frustrating part was the the principal when it first happened, she goes, In 2019, I can't believe this is still happening. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) And the only reason I'm laughing is because that is the excuse. Right. For everyone, but it's not an excuse. Or the, we all watch the news. That's, we all that's have right, Facebook. but that's we all have, how can you say that? And so my she answer to, to her was plastic box. She got yeah. yeah. I mean that's part of privilege, right? So. Yeah, but you've seen privilege. that same privilege that you've you've heard someone say that before, oh, and someone not. check them about it. You know what? But listen, <laughs> we we, we got to be real, real, real. Mm-hmm. I go to enough conferences, and that is just someone invoking a white privilege. It is what it is. Yeah, but whether they know it or not, there you go. Yep. So and I, but I we, find we it. Can hold you, I know, but you, we don't know what they listen to, what they watch. Because no, no. I guess they, what I'm thinking about. So I'm thinking about a lot of interracial couples that I know, and how black I know on one side stroll through the have grocery store, expressed to their yeah. mates all of this stuff. But they're still like, yeah, right. I just told you. <laughs> you yeah. just saw this. They pushing it's, it's it down. It's one of those things that you don't get it unless you get it. Like you just, you just can't understand it unless you live it. And my response to her was, if you're the you're the head of administration for this school, so either you really need to educate yourself. yourself? There you go. Right. Yeah. When you talking about research, because what you're saying to me is completely ignorant. Because you can turn on the news at any on any, yeah. especially in this climate with Implicit, this yes. with this political Biases. party that we got running yes. the country right now. Yeah. You mean to tell me that you think that we're past this? Yeah. Exactly. We'll never be past this with people saying things like we. I thought we were past this because exactly. that that to yeah. me just shows me that you. You weren't interested enough to know what we're going through. Because there's black and brown people on TV every single day being treated wrong and being oppressed. So you mean to tell me you thought we were past this? Or how about about even just understanding the culture that you are, you know, are a leader of and knowing that, for example, Robert School has... Uh, four black students out of 25 in every class, right? Mm-hmm. So as a leader, you don't mean to tell me you're not making sure that those four students feel included? Yeah, They don't have to because they've never felt that. That's and crazy. So that, and it, again, it just goes back to the privilege. So yeah. It's like me having all boys in my house and then a girl comes. 
I got to make sure she feels included. It's exactly. just something that's natural part of me as a mother. Right. As, as a, a woman. As a, as, a, yes. as a person that cares yeah. about other people. That's yeah. the caring piece. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah so. That, that just. Yeah. Flip me out right there. It wasn't fun, but we got through it. And I, and I told her, I said, it's, it happened to the right family because I'm not going to allow you guys to sweep this under the rug. We're going right. to talk about it and we're going and we gonna to figure it out. Because guess what? Another kid going to come along. I got two more behind them. Yeah, uh-huh. Okay, exactly. there you go. And that's what I was going to say. I think, I don't know if this was your first reaction, but was your first reaction, and I, I, I'm thinking you probably couldn't have, but to leave. No, never. Right. Um, and I'll be honest. Little Dre asked me, could he switch classes? Um, and, and Big Dre mentioned, like, we'll just we'll just take him out of here. And I said, that that's the exact exactly. opposite of yeah. what we're going to do. Exactly. Because then they don't have to face this. Yes. You know? yes. And they need See to face every this. Day. And we don't get to run from yeah. this. You know, you we don't get to run from this. Right. We're going to go to another school, and it's still going to be somebody there that yeah. don't like him yeah. for yeah. whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to grow up and go to work, and there's going to be somebody exactly. there that's Absolutely. ready to call it to him. He's going to cut somebody off in traffic, and somebody's going to yell it out of the window. We can't run from this. Exactly. So how we handled it immediately was so important to me because he's this is his life these yeah. are the, this is the part of our life that we don't get to hide from sure. we don't get to put away when people come over for company like yep. we going <laughs> to always be black like exactly. no matter yeah, what about it. Hey. Ain't nothing Say it again. we going to always, we be, gonna always <laughs> be black boo yes and you can't change that like there's nothing you can do and so I like how we handled this and how we helped him handle this and get through this was really important to me because there was so many life lessons in this. And no matter how angry I was, I, I had the uh, privilege to get all of that out before he came home. Yeah. But all I did was I was more angry when he came home because he he was crying. And, and anybody know, that knows Jay, he is not easily well, even shaken. even if your kid come home crying, you don't want to see your kid hurt. No. Exactly. And then you have no control over, no. like you said, what somebody else has said. Yeah. But we do have control over how we respond yeah, exactly. and how we react to it. But all it did was enhance our parenting. And so we made yes. sure. I mean, Enhance your parenting. Yes. <laughs> and, and we took it as that. I mean, we were already doing like self affirmations with the boys, but sure. it really just enhanced like filling them up be- before the world tells them what they're not. Let right. me tell you who you are before somebody else try to tell you what you're not. Yes, absolutely. And it really just enforced that for us. Um, and again, like I said, it, it happened to the right family because yeah. we just. I was hurt. Now that I was, you know, I needed a minute to to, to go get up, go through my my favorite meme right now is I'm gonna be all right. I just got to be dramatic first, exactly. <laughs> Which speaks to my whole entire soul. I don't know what I don't know who get I don't it know, off your chest. I don't know who <laughs> made that, later. but I felt really seen when I when I saw that. <laughs> but um, I needed a minute to regroup and figure out, you know, what to uh, what do you even say to this exactly. kid? And um, honestly, I took to Facebook Live which is not something that I would typically do. Uh And it was important to me to do that because I needed the white people that knew us to know that the quote unquote acceptable black people that y'all are, you know, speaking to at soccer practice and you, you, because typically the racial line is invisible yeah. when it comes to sports. Right. So, yes. 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 So again. My Thank husband, you. Good job. My Tom. husband <laughs> always works at the school that the, the college, you know, we've lived sure. in college towns. And so people um, look at him like, 
he's he, we've got an education. We've got you know we we live in this certain kind of house. And you're and, special because oh my yeah, god, he's black. Exactly. He's educated. He got that, this. That yeah. wouldn't happen to them. They're yeah. this type of people, exactly, you know. Yeah. And I needed them to understand that somebody that you love and you know and that you see in the grocery store every week that it happens to us too. Yeah. What are you gonna do about it? Exactly. And I was telling Lakita the other day, like. Those Celine moms rallied whoop, whoop. for me. Celine moms, baby. Shout out to all my Celine moms. That, I mean, my phone blew up. Like, what do you need? Who do I need to talk to? I called this person. And when I tell you that happened on a Wednesday, and by Friday, the superintendent had my personal cell phone number, and I had his, mm-hmm. that was because of those moms. That was not just because yeah. of me. And I, I needed everybody to see they cared because it happened to me. Like, it didn't happen to them. Sure. But it happened to me, and and it didn't have to happen to them for them to care. Like, they jumped in without me having to say a word. I was really just telling our story. Exactly. And they were like, unacceptable. Nope, not here. We're not going to, we're not going to, we don't live like that. We're not those type of people. Meanwhile, I'm looking at them like, the person that did it probably lived next door to you, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm going to go with it. But, you know, I mean, it's, it it was nice to feel that support like sure. that, especially as much as we move and we, you know, we don't really call places home quite often. Right. Yeah. Um, Celine really wrapped their arms around us and really supported us wholeheartedly through right. that whole situation. And still to this day, people message me and, you know, like I, I had a mom message me and say, I just donated um, a white mom. I donated some books in Dre's honor to the library and they were all about, you know, people of color. Nice. nice. Just little things like yeah. that, that just to integrate different cultures and different backgrounds sure. into what they do. Because if you don't, it won't happen. Exactly. Um, so it was a really beautiful thing that that. And I think of nothing came. else, even listening to you, that allowed them to self-reflect mm-hmm. and check their implicit biases because they're they're there. Yes. But something was sparking you like, oh, my God. Yep. Yes. Like, and a lot of people, me? a lot of them were like, I had a really great conversation with my kid today yes. because of yes. what you said. Sure. And they were like, that I normally would not have had had you not expressed what you guys went through. Right. And so from that perspective, we sparked conversations. Absolutely. We sparked Absolutely. you know, I, awareness. And I think that's what I was saying to you yesterday is something that as African-American women, men, as African-Americans, we need to continue that process yeah. because – that is what other cultures do. Yes. And we need to do it more. Yeah. yeah. And the more we do it, the better off we're going to be. I mean, there are so many jewels just right now in this podcast mm-hmm. in terms of how we're raising we're our children yeah. and how we're moving. And so to take on just one thing you said, for example, you know, teaching your kids affirmations and mm-hmm. saying positive things to them on a regular basis. Yeah. These things they it it hits a switch in them later on maybe but it's something that we need to be doing right. and not just letting them live their childhood yeah. and not being a p- part of making sure we're strategically doing things yes. that's what i want to yes. say we have to be intentional you know I mean? about how we raise our children absolutely and when you just said something that triggered me it's not later like my niece has only been there been living with us since august of last year and even now like i've seen her since she's been with us 
she did something and I and she was like, Auntie, I'm smart, aren't I? And Aww. I was like, Yes, you are, baby girl. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Right. You know, because I I say that like they show they bring home their little girl nineteen thousand pieces of paper from school. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> that during homework packet. I love Celine, but they still bringing home all them damn pieces of paper. I'm like, I can't frame all of this shit now. Y'all gonna, gonna have to calm down with all this damn paper. But, uh, you know. That reminds me of when they were little. Oh yes. my god! Another but, picture know, to hang. Right. Yes. But I got you know I've got two kindergarten. Gardeners, and so they're learning to read, and so watching them navigate that kind of stuff, and and um, yeah. encouraging them yes. as they do that. You are so smart. I can't yes. believe you figured that out. Yes. Yes. You're amazing. You know, like yeah. giving them that. It. I mean, I saw it click in her immediately, and I I, I talked about this on my um my Instagram page before, just about how like learning your kids' love languages. Yes. I learned very quickly that hers is um words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Like my boys are like, they touch, just touch me, hold me, hug me, <laughs> kiss me. Yes. Punch, I don't even care if you hit me. Just as long as you <laughs> just as long as you put your hands on me. They're crazy. And so to see, you know, yes. another kid that wasn't mine react differently yes. when I when Absolutely. I do that. Was like, wow, these kids really, like, they really are so individualized. Yes. And yeah. you really have to love them differently. Yes. How they need to be loved. Facts. Yeah. So let's talk about Mommy on the Moon. Hey. So, from being a mom and being a wife and 17 years of <laughs> all these other people that count on you. Yeah. What happened and what sparked you to to go to the mommy on the move? Mommy on the move, <laughs> right? Um, so what year is this? 2019. So three years ago, when we moved from Kent to Toledo, we didn't. I didn't have my my village. I didn't have my people with me. And uh, Devin and Dallas were probably still like one, you know, one and three or two. You know, they were still really little. Um. And I was just, like, not ready to put them, to give them to the world. Like, I could not put them in daycare. On top of the fact that, I mean, I would basically be working to pay for daycare. Because we, I mean, we really hadn't had to really pay for daycare yet. Um, thank God, you know, thankful for, for my, my, my yeah. mom. Um, and so the re- the reality just was, like, honestly, ever since I had little Dre, I mean, I did get a chance to spend a lot of time home with him when we were overseas because when we would be overseas, I didn't work. Right. But once I had Devin in Dallas, I was working full time. We were at Kent State and I was working a full time job and I had two fresh babies and an open uterus and I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> just got to keep going. I don't know what to do. And I would like waddle into work when I was pregnant with them. People were like, you still here? I'm still here. I'm, just, you know, I pay these, I'm having another baby. I got to keep coming to work. Um, and so when we left, we decided that um, we were we had been blessed that Dre's um, job was able to cover both of ours. And so when we left, I said I started staying at home with the boys, and um, I was so depressed. Mm. I was like, "What is wrong with me? All this time I've been screaming from the rooftops how I want to be at home with my babies, mm-hmm. and now yeah. I'm here." Mm-hmm. And I don't know what to do with myself. That's real talk, though. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's very real. And, I mean, not to mention, I mean, J- Dallas was still pretty. I mean, I had two babies back-to-back. Devin and Dallas are 16 months apart. Um, so that's a whole, like, mental, physical thing. You're yeah. giving all of this to these people. Yes. Back-to-back with no recovery time. I had nine months that I wasn't pregnant. Yeah. What are you supposed to do with that? <laughs> Working out like a crazy person, and I ain't losing no weight, and I couldn't know why. Dallas, there you go. That's why, because he wow. was—I had a gut full of human. That's why I wasn't losing weight. Wow. I don't know what the problem is now, but 
Back we then, it was about that. <laughs> back, back then I could blame Dallas. I'm still blaming Dallas. I'm like, you weren't even supposed to be here yet. Right. I needed time to get my 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 abs together. back together. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So I went through this whole transformation of like, where what validates me now? Right. You know, I got this husband who's at work all the time. I got these kids who are too little to say thank you and don't give a crap if they like. Yeah. You know, they're not gonna yeah. thank me for yeah. wiping their butt. Like, what are they? Don't care. Yeah. Like, that's what you're supposed to do, mom. Just get to again. it. That's all. Right. <laughs> got another one for you. T. Yeah. Come and grab it. Um, and you know, I'm like, I, I lost my village. I, you know, my friends were gone. My family was gone. Um, I don't want to um, speak ill of the. I mean, the Toledo staff was was great to me. Sure, but it was hard. I mean, it was even hard for me because we that was our first move while we were home. We had right. been at Kent State for four years, and so. That was very comfortable. And so I was like having a really hard time unpacking emotionally in Toledo. Mm. Like, what's the point? We're going to move anyway. You know, yeah. I don't even need to get to know these. And so I was kind of like in this bubble where I just spent all day at home with the boys. I didn't really like socialize much. Um, I have I, the sweet, my sweetest neighbor. I talked about her before, not not today, but on my on my podcast, my my neighbor Beth Ann. She just kept trying to pull me out, like, <laughs> come on outside, girl. Come on, her, you know, and she would literally like the way we do, Lauren, right, right, <laughs> probably, probably. She was like, meet me at the fence. So she have a bottle of wine, and we would Aww. we would drink at the fence, like we had no common sense. It was it was the best thing ever. Like she was the best neighbor, and she was like one of the first people that I really started to trust. Yeah. Her and the head coach, the head coach's wife at Toledo was super sweet to me. I got really sick one time and she was like, I'm already on my way. And, and it's hard for me to ask for help. Like, I, like I'm sure a lot like of most us, of us. Right. Yes. And I was just like, I got to do it. I got to do it all. And she was like, I'm already on my way. Like, sit down. Yeah. Just go, go away. <laughs> and then brought the kids back with food for just for me to ready to slide in the oven. Like, I mean. I have been loved on so well by people. Yeah. Um, I'm getting off track. But blessing. so anyway, it, it really is a blessing. So anyway, so in this space, I'm, I can't figure out what, what's going on. I started leading an online Bible study. Mm. And in that, <laughs> it's actually the year I met you. Yes, um, And I was like, she, the girl asked me to do it. And I was like, are you sure? Did you call the right number? Like, <laughs> have you seen my Instagram? Like, I don't know that this is, I'm the right person for this. <laughs> and um, she was like, you are. But if you don't want to do it, it's okay. But, you know, I real, I feel very strongly that this is for you. And I would say that that was one of the first things that got me out of just strictly mommy mode. And that was, that was something that was just for me. I didn't have to share that space with Say anybody. Again, something just something for, just for me. I yeah, waited. remove the guilt. Yes, it was really hard. That. But well, I still didn't really remove the guilt because <laughs> I made it at a time when the boys were asleep. Gotcha. So it was easiest for me to do that because with Dre's schedule being so sporadic and you know they were still really little, I couldn't get an hour. Yeah. Of uninterrupted time then. Mm. Um, and so it was easiest for me to do it. I did it at nine o'clock. And some late, some nights I was late because yeah. they, you know, they weren't <laughs> asleep yet. Or I'll have to be like, I'll be right back, y'all, because Dallas just got up out of the bed. But um, that was really, that really triggered it for me, like, to start having something for myself. Because I would, I mean, I would work out at home. We were cooking at home. Like, everything was, I was doing, I was just little in this little bubble. Yeah. And through that, I started to do more self-reflection. Um, and just like, what's going on, T? Like, you don't, yeah. you're not you. You know, like, what's what's happening? And I really had to, like, dive into why I was so sad and what, you know, what was going on. And eventually I figured out I was getting validated at work. 
Mm. I was words of affirmation was yeah. was one of my love languages, and I wasn't getting that from home because I mean my husband would call, you know, I'm, shout out shout out to Dre does a great job, but you know when he's gone all day and I yes. and I'm there with the kids, yes. you miss that, and then you don't ever nothing's ever finished when you're a mom, so you like you Start do here. all this laundry right, and you're like I'm done, and then the kids are like psych here you go <laughs> here's seven more loads for you like, exactly what the hell. From. Right. Or you you know, you mop the floor and then they spill a bunch of shit on the floor twelve <laughs> seconds after. Yeah. You know, it's like it, it's just never done. And so like I used to work in um events and so I work, work, work on this event and then I get to see it come to fruition and I right. get to see it all nice and pretty and, this product. and I can go and like I'm a I checklist did. I girl. Did that. I will write down stuff that I've already done just so I can put a check <laughs> next to it. <laughs> It's it's a I'm problem. Accomplished. I should probably be on somebody's couch for that. It's, it's really a problem. But like I needed that validation yeah. and I wasn't getting it, you know, in that space in that time and I needed a way I just needed to find a, something that was for me. I needed to find a way to tap back into what right. made me happy because I had been having babies for Three years, basically. Right. Like, I, I didn't, yeah. I wasn't doing anything else. I wasn't going anywhere. You know, I've got, like, if I wasn't having one, one was attached to my boob. Like, I was, like, you know, and, and Velcro baby wouldn't let me go to the bathroom by myself. <laughs> like, I was, I, what am I supposed to do? So just, like, re-finding myself. Yes. Because the things that used to interest me didn't interest me anymore. Yeah. And so what do you like? What, you know, what are your hobbies? What do you want to do? And so that was one of the first things. Um, and that was three years ago. So last year we got here and... No, actually, in Illinois is when I changed my Instagram to Mommy on the Move. That was my first act of faith. I was like, I'm going to just do this. And before that, um, a good friend of mine, Isla, she, she, I would share all these stories about the kids on my Instagram all the time. Like, that's just, I'm very, I'm like pretend social because I'm like really an introvert, but I, you know, like I like to, she's, <laughs> I'm a pretend. I, like, I can, I can socialize, but like after leaving, talking to y'all today, I'm not going to talk to nobody else for the rest of the night. <laughs> don't, don't call my phone. Don't text me. I'm not answering. Y'all heard her, right? I'm not answering nothing back for the evening. I need like three to five business days after this. Lord. But, <laughs> I love it. But um, And so my friend, she was like, you should write a blog. Like, you know, your stories are so funny. And I was like, uh, I, no, I, I'm not really that funny. I like, calm down. It's fine. And so she, so she kept saying and kept saying, I was like, all right, let me see. Like, I'm not really doing anything else. You know, let me see what this is about. And so what would I name it? You know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I think my Instagram name was like three kings and one king at the time, one queen at the time. And so I was like, well, I don't know if I like that, right. you know, whatever. What? Well, what do I want to focus on? And, I, you know, yes. at the time I'm like, you know, I got this post-mom bod, like, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm trying to keep up with my husband who looked like a 12-time Olympian. <laughs> Thanks, Dre, for showing everybody your six-pack all the time. Like, whatever. Motivation. So, right. I'm like, I can't be the fat coach's wife. I got to take it Stress. So, you know, I'm like. I, I do I don't enjoy working out but I I Got like to. to I like to look nice afterwards so you know I'm like I like you know fitness I'm I'm really into my faith right now um you know lifestyle stuff you know so I'm like going through the list of things and so I'm like well a lot of these are I'm like moving through this r- spiritual journey I, and I'm trying to move in the gym and I'm on the I'm, we're, we literally pack up and move every other year at this point and then you know I'm if I'm I'm moving taking the kids to school yeah. and yes. to practice yes. and, Mommy on the move. And so there it is. There she there was. Is. She was born. And um, 
I changed my Instagram name. I was too scared to start out a whole new page. So I just <laughs> changed my name. Sound like me. My, my friends just going to get this mommy stuff, whether they like it or not. Yes. I don't know what to tell y'all, but I'm not starting a whole nother page. <laughs> um, and so that was just kind of it. And then I, I played around with the idea of the blog forever for like a full year. And I was like, I'm going to do something. I'm going to do something. I never did it. And really, it really just came from having people around me that believed in me more than I did, believed in myself. That's always yeah. how and it is. And they were like, you can do this. Yeah. Let, let's let's have a talk. Let's plan it out. You know, what do you what do you need to, let's, what do you like? Let's or what do you want to, you know, let's, and, and bef- like in one phone call with, with my friend Lacey, in 30 minutes, I had the whole season planned out, hey. all the topics. Shout out uh, to Lacey for Shout out to Lacey <laughs> all the time. She she was truly sent from God because I'm an idea person, but the, the execution is harder for me it, it, because I get like, you know, mm-hmm. all crazy with all this other stuff that I got going on in life. And she was like, that's easy. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's just talk about that. You know, so what, what do you got? Okay, March, March Madness. We'll talk about going to the, going, getting on the plane with the kids. And I was like. Oh, okay. Yeah, I actually did that. Like, <laughs> all right. Um, and so it was really like she just took the things that I was already doing and yes, already talking about right. and like, you know, just channeled them for me into, nice. a, a, I don't want to call it a business because it's not a business yet. but A production. Know, a, yeah. And, yeah, and created. Mommy the, 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 and, and so, but it started right, out. Right, through the nets. <laughs> yeah. Right. It started out. I called her. I was like, okay, I think I'm going to start this blog, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so we started talking about it, and I just was not feeling it. And I was like, Lacey, do I have to do a blog? And she was like, no, because everybody else before that said, you, you got to have a blog. You got to have click space. You got to have a space where people can go. And I was like, but I don't want that. I don't want to do that. I don't really mm-hmm. like to write. I rather I like to talk, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, no, you don't don't do anything you don't love to do. If you don't love to write, then don't don't do a blog. True. And I was like. Well, I think I want to do a podcast. And she was like, then we're doing a podcast. Hey. <laughs> done and done. And I was like, okay. And I've researched, you know. So everybody has friends to just say, okay. Right. <laughs> done and done. <laughs> when I tell you, I, I I really, like, she made me believe that I could do these things. Like, I I was like, and every, I have to listen to her voice in my head every week. Because every week I get ready to post an, an episode. And I'm like, nobody cares what you're talking about here. <laughs> Why do you want to talk about that? That's stupid, like whatever. And I always get these confirmations from God. I get these messages from people, from moms like, oh, I'm so glad you shared that. I w- we just went through something yes. like that and I didn't know what to do. And honestly, Mommy on the Move came from, I felt like there was a space missing in social media. Yeah. You see all this curated content of these people smiling with these kids. And I'm like, you know your kids get on your nerves. <laughs> Why are you pretending yeah. like you like them that much? Hold we on. love them. Let me ding that. But you don't like your kids that much. <laughs> right. Stop playing. Um, but, but I just I just felt like the genuine, there was just no, like, I, I just didn't feel like I heard my voice from anywhere. Sure. So I created one and, and hoped that it spoke to other people the, same, the way that I wanted it to, which was my goal was to speak to just moms that are just out here trying to figure it like my whole spiel is I don't have all the answers right and Amen. I'm going to tell you the ones that I think I got and the and I'm going to be very real about about the questions that I still have because I don't have all of the answers I only know my journey and my story and half of that I stumbled through right because I'm a walking mom mommy so exactly. <laughs> so you know just that kind of stuff that was and that was really you know where the passion came from was just wanting to share these things and being able to have a platform to do that and to reach people that maybe otherwise I wouldn't be able to. Awesome. I like it. Yes. What you do? Snap. 
I know it's not an open. I know it's not an open. Yes, you taking the love Jones? Yeah, love Jones. I'm speaking love languages here. Okay. Yes. Well, I am like I've heard um, several of the shows. I enjoy them. I love you on Instagram, though. I go lie because I swear the nights you would talk about Dre asked about was it Dre the sex dice? Yeah, yes. The, when you got back from the trip, and she had some sex dice, and Y'all, little Dre found them. Girl, he was mortified. <laughs> I went to Amsterdam, which is like, you know, weed and sex. That's it, right? And so I'm always like, what do I bring Big Dre back? Like, he's really hard to shop for. He doesn't ask for anything. He, You know, and I'm, I, I hate to bring people stuff that they don't really like. Right. Well, he likes sex. So let's, <laughs> he's good at a you lot of things. You have to go to Amsterdam to get that sex No, bag. I didn't. I didn't. They were, they, were, they were there. They were in the store. And I was like, well, he's getting sex dice from Amsterdam. And so silly me come home and I'm like unpack half unpacking my bag and of course like everything else the kids interrupt me and I'm like take the, <laughs> the stuff out of the bag and walk out of the room but because I have no privacy exactly. here comes little Dre in my room and so I'm like getting the the younger boys ready for a bath and he's like mom can I talk to you <laughs> all serious and I'm like what does he want and it hits me shit he was in my room. <laughs> think he done found these dice so he he calls me into my room like i'm in trouble he calls me into my room closes the door mom are you and daddy trying to have another baby hell i mean uh (laughs) no son why why would you ask me that he goes well i found these dice and i was like oh okay all right listen i was like those are just a joke like i got those as a joke for your dad and he was like a yeah, joke, whatever. mom, really? <laughs> and I'm like, well, kind of a joke, you know. <laughs> awesome. I thought it was so cute. Oh I was gosh. like, that that stuff you go through with it your kids, right? definitely mm-hmm. nonstop comedy. My dad always says I need to just set up a video camera in the house because those kids are like a walking comedy show. They are hilarious. And I can never catch it all. Like, I had, so though I had to retell the story into my Insta stories because... Of course, there, there was no right. way I could record the the, the exactly. conversation, but yeah, they keep me on my toes. They are very funny. Nice. That is awesome. <laughs> I, I this is funny. I mean, it was some jewels. I think we need a round two though for with Tierra. Yeah, I know there's. I would I would love stuff. to come back. Yeah. I would love yes. to come back and ask you guys some questions too. Actually, because I would be very interested to know. Yes, your some of your answers to some of the questions that you guys. Yeah, because your babies yeah. are eleven, six, and four. Mm-hmm. So at eleven, we were three years, three hard years into that tough. Well, I, mine 14, what, what, 18, 14, and 10. Yeah. So No, I'm thinking about even at that point oh, where that we, age, our, bo- our boys oh, our from boy 8 to 11. Yeah. And, oh, and we yeah. were really serious, like, going everywhere, doing everything with our boys. And yeah. you, like, what are we doing? Like, yeah. we're the money. Like, <laughs> who made this up? Throw it in a fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel right now. Like, why I'm going... Why yeah. did I spend two hours driving to see you do this? Exactly. You don't yeah. play hard enough. Come on, now. <laughs> Listen. Oh, God. Don't even get me started on that. <laughs> Coach mom. So the bigger question is, is there ever time off? Right. For who? Exactly. <laughs> the mom. The mom. Um, is I take, our job I take ever time done? Off. I take time off. I I realized um, that I it is necessary for my mental health um, yes. and my well-being that I make time even when there is no time. I, <laughs> against my husband's advice, 
took a girls trip to Paris in January. Nice. I want yes, to- I'm going <laughs> somewhere. Hello. <laughs> Husband, is this thing yeah. on? husband. Is this thing on? <laughs> I mean, I won't. It was not easy. I had, I and I had serious mom guilt because it was like during the week, so the kids had Ugh. school, and it was during the season. So Dre was, you know, long nights, early mornings, and he wasn't home. And um, shout out to my dad. He came through and he took off the, all the days that nice. I was okay. On dad came up and held it down, and got. I mean, I had a schedule written out. I had like you yes. know this, that, and the third, and he. Followed it to a T, and everybody was alive when I came back home. Amen. <laughs> and, and I mean, you have to do things like it. It's never easy, and it. I still have. I still have mom guilt. I have mom guilt right now because I'm not at home, and you know, Dre had to come home and take over, which. I, I'm always hesitant to say it that way because he's their father. Like he should be able to to do those things. Yeah. But we all know they look for their mom, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And you want to be there for bedtime, and you know, I'm like, yes. you may not read him a story, and you know, whatever. <laughs> Which, by the way, Dre, how are you watching this live? Like, where are my kids? Where are my kids? Where are my kids? Dre, say so you reading the comments. <laughs> <laughs> this is the story right. of five women. You know what? Doing? How do you have time for this? I never have time for stuff like this when I have the kids. Um, I so, just want to commend you moms with more than one oh, child because baby, listen, I listen. only have oh. one, and his schedule is bananas. But I think you can do that because, well, I mean, they still have crazy schedules when there's more than one. You really are just like winging it. I'm winging my whole entire life. So when you see me <laughs> and I look I'm cray serious, cray, straight yeah, up. But I know, yes. like, I hear I'm like delirious. you say, especially because your 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 daughter played a different sport, so yeah. you had to go and fly with yeah, her, and then like, dad was with the boys, and right. you know. Yeah. I just I I couldn't even imagine because I know what yeah. I'm doing with just one. Yeah, and even during the times where if my daughter didn't have a tournament, like which was rare, what on sport off she weekend, play? she's played she plays volleyball. Okay, um, and she's in her freshman year, so it's like we still trying to figure. I'm like, I need that schedule. Um, mm. And then the time that she wasn't, I wasn't traveling with her, and then my son would have a game or one of them. I'm like, I'm gonna stay home. No, you're not. Mm-hmm. Right. You're not. Right. I'm like, if I'm here, I can go. Yeah. And it's tough. It and is. And then you got the kid like, why you ain't coming to my game? Yeah. I'm like, it's just one time. See, and yeah. I haven't I haven't really crossed that path yet yeah. because it, my, my my littles are still so little. So I, I honestly, I think about it all the time when we go to the football field. I'm like, what am I going to do? Yeah. Like, I yeah, mean, I don't want to miss nothing, though. I don't want to be there, too. Yeah. That's the thing. I but know. then you lose your, listen. I went to his game <laughs> yesterday and he had, three, <laughs> he had two more games after the first one. So I said... Do you mind if I leave? He was like, no, you have to stay. Yeah, I know. That that's right. Lil Dre like, all day. Never mind. I know. Yeah. That's how Lil Dre I is. I mean, I like, spent so much time. You're going to leave me? <laughs> Target, between Target and JCPenney yesterday. Because <laughs> you know it's an hour Try and a half between right, the games. Right, But yeah, I don't. I, I commend you guys because yeah. I, I and know And I'm doing patience. that with two littles in tow that don't have, <laughs> don't want nothing to do with watching their older brother's game. And so when he like, like now that my middle son is playing sports, he's like, I mean, do I have to go to practice? Yes, you have to go to practice. They've been <laughs> Sitting in gyms their whole life watching yes. you do everything. You, the least Get you can do is watch practice. him practice for half an hour. Like, wow. are you kidding me right now? <laughs> he, oh, wait till he turns 12, Girl. 13. Oh my gosh. Like, he yes. got a life. What else you gonna be doing? You can get off of Fortnite for five minutes and come to this dog on practice. <laughs> That's so cute. Yes. Well, yes. I really enjoyed the show. Yes. I think absolutely. this has been. This was a lot of fun. It was. And I'm telling you, I, it's a lot. There are a lot of jewels. A lot of jewels. <laughs> you can come back and ask those questions. For <laughs> I real, would like up. to. I actually would like to come back and talk about 
relationships through this too because absolutely yes my, you know the parenting balance. parenting is one aspect but you know to cultivate and feed into your marriage throughout this is yeah a whole another we need a whole another hour for that one so exactly. but yeah it's, it can be um it can be it can difficult. be very difficult and absolutely. and so navigating through that recently has been like I've been really wanting to share. Yes. Just what works for us because, it, it, I mean, we, we go to these things all the time at the Final Four and you hear all these coaches talk about their second wife and I was like, who the f- girl. Oh, <laughs> and I look over at Dre like, I wish you, I wish you would. I, I shut all this shit down. <laughs> like, that just came out. Like, who? <laughs> I blow this shit clean. Oh, I wish you would oh, come in here and talk about your second wife. I'm from Cleveland. Listen. <laughs> I ain't all the way from Cleveland, but I know where it's at. (laughs) I hear that, boy. Oh, yeah. That that part can be tough. And even if, I mean, even if your husband isn't, like, doesn't have, like, a job like my husband has, you know, when you have multiple kids and they're all over the place, you know, you you become, like, ships passing in the night. You know, like, how do you... Yeah. Still maintain it. Keep, keep it. Them, keep, keep it. Get them. Yes. Get you some sex dice. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Shake it up. Seven Eleven. And so with that, with that being said, one of the things that you talked about, you said it differently, but I always say the reinvent yourself thing. Mm-hmm. So whether it's yourself, yeah, and uh, what you're doing on a daily, monthly, yearly basis, even in relationships, you have to continue to reinvent yourself. Um, always continuing to stay with the times, know yeah. what's going on, and um, making relationships better yeah. all the time. So, yeah, I, yeah. or your own relationship mm-hmm. with yourself. Mm-hmm. Because one thing I always said, like if I were to ever marry a millionaire, I could never be a stay-at-home wife. Like I knew that a long time mm-hmm. ago because mm-hmm. of the fact that I know I get bored mm-hmm. and I have Absolutely. ADD. Mm. And I know That's that I, I so need to be around people. Like, you know what I mean? Let me go get another degree. Like, what's <laughs> so do um, I think that's something that people, you know, should hear mm-hmm. and, and understand in, if they're going through it. Mothers now, you yeah. know, who are stay at home wives or are in a position where they're at in the same place, in the same space, yeah. understanding that you need to get out of that space yeah. and, and find something that you really love and are, are passionate about because we all have mm-hmm. something. Yeah. We just need to find it in that push. Well, and I think it's even, I mean, it's hard either way because I've been both. I've been a working mom and Absolutely. I've been a stay-at-home mom. And it was really hard for me because I because I would be at work all day. It was really hard for me to do things for me sure. after work. Yes. You know, so that is really hard too. And you just have to you just have to do it. The kids will be okay. Yes. Yeah. They'll be better because you've poured into yourself and now you have something to give back yes. to them. Yeah. Yes. So I like that. You know, we people say it all the time and I know it's easier said than done, but get get you a babysitter. Mm-hmm. Find you one. That's not easy either. I know no. that that's really hard. And but I, but I like this year, I I really embraced my village more than I ever did. And my kids are a little bit older now, so I feel like I can I can do those types of things where yeah. they can say like, "Mommy, such and such did such and such." When I come, you know, when I come back home, and, need, and they need to tell it. Yes, and yes. So mm-hmm. I needed them to be vocal, yeah, you know. And now that they all are, and they're they're a team, baby. Yes. Ain't nobody. Yes. <laughs> Velcro baby got that house on lock. Ain't, ain't nobody coming in there doing nothing. He'd be like, "Why are you in my mama room? What you do? My uh, the babysitter was in your room, and she was the." So you know, I ha- I worry about them. I yeah. still worry, but you know, I feel a little more comfortable leaving them yeah. with you know, and I and I still like I like because I found people that I trust. Sure. They can recommend like, oh, my niece is great. She you know yes. she can come yes. and, and yeah. babysit for a few hours, and um. 
So so that helps a lot. But you you got to rip the Band-Aid off and, yeah. just, and just do it, even if yeah. it's just, you know, like I'm committed to been trying to commit to go to the gym when I drop them off. And so I'm like, before it would be like, I feel like I got to do, have the house so clean, you know, by the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. I gave up because the house is never clean. Forget it. Uh, so I might as well yeah. at least be skinny while we bought a house is dirty. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> so, yeah, we got to wrap up. Though. Yes. Go ahead, Miss Sonya. <laughs> oh, so we, we were, okay. Thank <laughs> you. you wrap thank up. you yes. so much thank for coming. For Round of applause. It was so awesome. Give a thanks to all our sponsors. Um, and then we're going to shout out our podcast sisters again. Yes. Uh, Bay, Terry, and Tiff. We miss you guys. Um, also, um, coming up, we plan on, well, at least the various themes that we have coming up. So we have um, career and um, college, college planning. Prep. Yeah. Yes. And then we have athlete and mental well-being. And then, um, of course, shout out to Mommy on the Move again. Yes. Um, but we need some feedback. Um, and if you have any thoughts or concerns or whatever, you know, let us know. Inboxes, DM, yes. make a comment on the yes. uh, live. We appreciate all of our yes. supporters and, and all of our always, listeners. This is about through the nets. And through it's the always nets. bigger than basketball. It's bigger than basketball. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. <laughs>